Welcome back, Nodals. Thanks for the support by listening to the show. We send out our appreciation to each and every one of you for allowing our podcast to take up a little bit or a lot of your precious time. Please send us more of your feedback so we can make sure the show is better for you. Welcome back to another episode of Answers for Everything. Welcome back, Nodals. This week, Charlie Ray and I are going to chit-chat about Christmas stuff, seeing as Christmas is like right around the corner. That's right. Christmas time, that special time of the year. Yeah, so, so- Christmas Christmas now is a lot different than when I was a kid. Obviously, I have my own kids, so i got to worry about like presents and dinners. and uh, They wake me up super early in the morning, which I'm not really cool with, so I like to open my presents the night before. Christmas Eve, when I was growing up, is when we opened our presents. So it was very unique. Like, all my friends open at Christmas Day. Christmas Eve for us, but uh, my kids like to do it Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve, we just do nothing. Have little snacks, watch a movie, go to bed, and then the next day is Christmas. How about you? When, well, when I was growing up, I was a morning Christmas person. So, you know, uh, it was it was definitely waking up early, wanting to see what all was underneath the tree kind of thing. Uh, because we would do Christmas at home. And then we would go over to my grandparents' house and we'd do like a second Christmas and I'd get like more presents over there. When I was a kid, I'd get stuff for my aunts and uncles and stuff as well. But that, that stopped pretty soon, you know, at, at a young age. But You got that at your grandparents' house? Or did at you my grandparents' house. Okay. Yeah. And Actually, was- some, sometimes we wouldn't even do Christmas at my house. We would just do the, we would just do the Christmas completely over at my grandparents. We'd take all my, you know, like my mom and dad's gifts over there and I'd get them all there. And like everybody would do Christmas at my grandparents. So that was kind of, I don't know if that was weird or not. That's the way it was until I was about seven or eight. Like the entire family would do all their Christmases at my grandma's house at the same time. We would literally have Christmas presents lined up like on two walls, like four or five foot high. It was crazy. (laughs) Like the entire family Christmas was all done there. And then after that, we would, uh, you know, the kids would go play with their new toys or whatever. When I was, when I was older, I'd be playing video games with my Atari when I got my Atari until until lunchtime was ready and then we'd all have lunch and of course you know uh, the kids the kids would all eat like at cardboard tables like in the living room and stuff while the adults got to eat at the main table uh but that was that was a fun time back when the entire family was together you know before everybody started getting the kids started getting older everybody started splitting off and by the time i was 10 pretty much it, it wasn't as many people coming over and you know, slowly dwindled from there. Yeah, man. I feel you. Yeah. Like when, when I was young, there was five, four or five cousins that were the same age that lived near my grandparents. So it would be, you know, our two families and us kids, grandparents, Christmas, lunchtime, hanging out, opening and enjoying presents. You know, maybe family members from out of town would come visit for Christmas. So like my grandparents had a big table, you know, it seats like 12 people. And yeah, the kids would get their own little section in the kitchen. The adults would sit at the big table. But as I got older, my aunts and uncles started to have kids. So they just stopped coming for Christmas because they would have to travel to do it, right? I lived right there. And then my one aunt and uncle lived right there as well. So my three cousins, my sister and I would go. But as we got older, my aunts and uncles had kids and they just tended not to, you know, drive the two hours to Omanopa's house. So they had their own Christmases with their own families. And at that point, we were pretty much doing Christmas at home with like my mom, and we'd probably go up for maybe a snack later that night, or you know, singing Christmas carols. Or the next day would be Boxing Day, which was my grandpa's birthday, so we'd do another dinner that day too. So like <laughs> two days in a row. But yeah, it's it's a lot different now. Like I just we live out in the middle of like buttfuck nowhere, so there's no family out here. Like there's there's nobody to come visit. We've had a few people out here for Christmas, like you know three times maybe out of the 14 15 years i've lived here other than that it's just christmas with us just like the four of us in the house right and the, yeah the kids do morning opening your presents usually i grab mcdonald's for lunch because it's like the only place open and then i cook a christmas dinner for everybody that's christmas day christmas eve nice well i can at least say one thing probably considering where you're at you at least have the ability for them to go out and go snow sledding and stuff like that more often well, if you, they you, want. You say that, but there's no hills. It's all oh. prairies. It's just flat. 
and it's like Christmas is like minus 35. <laughs> well, I guess putting them out there to be popsicles is probably not a good idea. Oh, it's it sucks ass. There is so much snow, and the kids can't build a snowman with it because it doesn't pack. It's all dry. There's no moisture uh, in the air. Uh, like, well, to shovel the driveway, I can use like a broom. I can sweep it like it's dandruff. Like I just really. Yeah, it's not wet wow. at all. It's like sand, but light sand. People use leaf blowers to blow off their driveway and their sidewalk in front of their house out here. Dude, when I'm shoveling like six to eight inches of snow here, it is just like, it's like heavy. It's just oh, yeah. heavy. Yeah. We get that at the end of the season. Like in, in March, the last couple of snowfalls, it's all wet, like springtime wet snow like I grew up with. And yeah. it fucking sucks ass to shovel. Like just sucks ass. Oh. Like drippy juicy hairy smelly anus so i i personally loved shoveling then because of the anus but yeah yeah well the thing is is we got a lot more snow every year when i was a kid up into the 80s and and now it's like we get snow every once in a while but we get like three inches this you know four inches this do you, you think know. you do you think you got a lot of snow because in your head you got a lot of snow or do you think it's because you were smaller so the little bit of snow you got seemed like a lot? No, we just got more snowfall. Like it snowed more often and like snow stayed on the ground and the, and the winters weren't didn't seem as warm. I mean, we still have cold snaps and freezes, but man, we just we just don't. And it's not that I'm looking for the snow, but I yeah. mean, you know, sometimes the ground needs a little bit more water. But yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, now as an adult having to shovel it, I'm not exactly going, yeah, bring on the snow. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a kid. It didn't, it didn't always snow in my hometown. Like, I grew up in a pretty warm place. And people are always like, oh, a white Christmas, a white Christmas. They're very excited. Out here, I get a fucking white Halloween. You know, like, I get fucking <laughs> right. snow two months before Christmas out here. Here's a white Easter for you, too. Yeah, it, from, yeah, it is, yeah there's, there's times that we can't go put eggs in the backyard because there's half a foot of snow out there. Yeah, there's been a couple of times when it's actually snowed here, like in April, or I think it even snowed once, like in early May, and I was like, what the heck, man? That's just crazy. <laughs> but I do miss so. the the days when I was, like, super little, and I would get a fucking amazing, like, G.I. Joe toy. I mean, back then, do you remember the Sears Wish Book, right? Do you guys have Oh, one? yes. Right? Yeah. That was, like, a gift from heaven to go through that to, for all the toys. And I pretty much only liked G.I. Joe in it, but I always looked at the Transformers. I always looked at the Ninja Turtle stuff. Star yeah, Wars. The, oh, Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. I, I guess I got the Hoth playset and uh, Snowspeeder when Empire came out, so like 1980. Yeah, yeah. I got I got the Snowspeeder back then, and then, you know, years later, probably in the late 90s, is when I picked up a vintage uh, At-At. That was oh. amazing. Yeah. I remember, remember one time at my grandparents' house, I was there with my cousin for Christmas, and I got the Conquest X-30, so G.I. Joe Jet, like 1986, 87, whenever it was. And I opened it, and inside there was two carded figures. So I was going to put the jet together, and there was two more carded figures. And I was like, God damn, they must have made a factory fuck up here. And, then, you know, I didn't obviously say that because I was like, you know, eight. My grandma's like, yeah, we put those in there instead of wrapping them for you. So that's part of your, your present, two more figures. I'm like, oh, that's less exciting than, you know, getting two magical figures inside the box. But it was still pretty sweet uh, Santa Claus would be an extra special. Hey, yeah. kid. Yeah, I'd stay up all night on Christmas Eve just playing with GI Joe toys. And now all I do on Christmas Eve is just drink by myself and look forward to possibly sleeping in if the kids don't wake me up, and then cooking a great dinner. I don't know what I'd rather have: hanging out with the kids and making a great dinner, or staying up late playing with cho- toys that I, I saw in the Christmas catalog that you know I was lucky enough to get. I don't know. I mean, you know, the thing is, since I don't have children and and uh you know nor a wife or anything else i really don't celebrate christmas very much anymore which is really which is really sad to me i used to it used to be it used to be my favorite time of the year obviously when i was a kid and 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 i should have appreciated it being my favorite time of the year more for the family than the toys but kind of like joe con it was mostly about the toys <laughs> so so christmas is in a couple of weeks what run me run me through christmas for you this year like how you see the future what do you see happening on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Well, let's see. Christmas is on a Friday, so uh, I got Friday off since uh, that's our Christmas holiday observe. I get screwed out of an extra day of holiday this year, so I'm going to get one day off instead of two. Let's see here. Well, the gym will probably be closed, so I can't go use the hot tub. I don't have a hot tub at home like some people. Hey, man. 
<laughs> I, I need I need I need small little bonuses for living in such a yeah. shitty place. So it's it's a goal. It's one of my goals. That and the, the sensory tank and the sauna. But anyway, uh, if the if the gym is open, it might be open until noon that day. So if that's the case, in the morning of that Friday, I'll probably do a sauna and maybe do a hot tub. I probably won't do any like actual exercise. Exercise. I'll just relax a bit. Uh, come home in the afternoon. Uh, maybe watch. You know what? I might go. I might go out to the movie theater. We'll see what's in the movie theater at that point. Maybe there's something good out. I used to watch uh, movies on Christmas Day. Yeah. There's, there's always a movie that's released on Christmas Day. Yeah, I I used to do that. That was kind of a tradition I had with my first ex-wife, and uh, I kind of discontinued that tradition. Well, you know, that makes but sense. Maybe it's time to bring it back. Yeah, I went and saw Pulp Fiction on Thanksgiving Day of the year it came out. That was awesome. Hmm. Uh, had a couple old people in front of us leave and demand a refund during the first <laughs> opening scene of the be- the robbery at the at the diner because of all the cuss and it was hilarious. What the fuck were they expecting? Obviously, obviously, all right, you motherfuckers, nobody move. <laughs> or electrocute every last motherfucking one of you. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so maybe I'll go see a movie. If not, maybe I'll watch a movie at home. Speaking of which, I, I did watch Free Guy again on DVD, so that was nice. I need to watch it again. I, I watched yeah. it, but I was uh, I was high, so yeah. I don't. I got kind of I got kind of a crush on that on that female character. She's obviously way young, but you know, still. I mean, I got a bad. crush on Ryan Reynolds, so there's that. He is a sexy man. I was watching that, going, you know, he would be a guy that I feel like would be really cool just to hang out with because he'd probably be funny. He'd ha- he'd probably have a really good sense of humor. You know, at least at least that's what I hope. You know, we never really know celebrities, but I would like to think that that's who he is in real life. You know, have you watched his latest video? Which one? He he just uploaded a, a video of him watching a video. So what happened is like the Canadian government honored him with some sort of. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, it was amazing, yeah. right? I, and did you see yeah. all the all the charities that were like thanking him? Like you have no idea, but he like does stuff for like. 10 to 20 charities in Canada at the yeah. end they were all just thanking him and like wow I'm, I wonder how much time he spends actually with the charities and how much money he hands out but it was a just amazing video right like just to he literally was crying it was awesome yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess that I, I like to, I'd like to hope that he really is a good person and and apparently you know him and his wife like to really josh each other quite well with pranks and stuff and i think that's hilariously awesome so it's the way it should be yeah that's the way it should be and you know it, the, the, between him and his wife and uh blake lively right and uh and then i also really like uh john krasinski and emily blunt i think yeah. they seem to be a really good couple together you know and i hope yeah. i hope both of them you know go the distance but anyway going back to christmas since I can't have Ryan Reynolds underneath my tree. Fair enough. Uh, well, it's something we all want, but, you know, yes. not something many of us will get. Yeah, no, no. You know, that night, uh, I don't know what I'll probably do that evening. Uh, I doubt I go out or do anything. I uh, probably just stay home, and then Christmas morning I'll probably sleep in. And uh, we might do some kind of Christmas dinner, kind of like we did Thanksgiving this year. So we might cook something and do something over at my, my aunt's house. And uh, I don't know, just be another typical weekend, really, for me. You should try and see, uh, talk to your mom and see if she'll go down into the storage room and pick some random G.I. Joe toys that you probably forgot you had. She could wrap them and put them under the tree so you could open them and be like, wow, this is awesome. I've always wanted one of these. <laughs> you've got so much shit, you probably don't remember stuff you have, right? Or stuff you don't I have. Can just, I can just put all my grails up against the wall and be like, this is the best Christmas <laughs> ever. Rolling Thunder and ATTE. Uh, 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 an Emperor shuttle, uh, a, 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 a Terradrome, <laughs> you know, the Ultra yeah. Magnus, Optimus Prime, Metroplex, all the Transformers but, I've ever wanted. Yeah, yeah, I got a box of Transformers that I got in like some Joe lot one year, and I've just never done anything with them. I got to find that box and just sell them all. <laughs> for heck, for all I know, there might be some stuff in there worth like a couple hundred bucks. It could be. I, I sold all my Optimus Primes that were worth a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. All my Toys R Us re-releases. Oh, yeah. Now, these are, like, original stuff, I think. Yeah. I got, anyway. I got, I got a couple Transformers for Christmas years ago. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the th- you know, the thing is, is is uh, is last year, and I'm not able to do it this year because 
I was just too worried about what's going on. But, you know, I went down to, to Mexico for the end of the year. I didn't go. I was going to go from Christmas to New Year's, but I decided to just go down for New Year's until the week after because somebody else took off vacation time at work. So I went, okay, I'll stay at work. I'll be here during this weekend between, you know, I'll take the first week off of uh, January. So that was my Christmas present to myself last year was spending New Year's Eve in a hot tub drinking a cerveza while fireworks were going off over a lake in Mexico while it's 70 degrees outside. It was amazing. <laughs> it does sound amazing. I mean, unfortunately, it was only with my friend George who was in the hot tub and it wasn't a couple of hot senoritas but yeah uh, but i mean you, you may but you know what it was a, it was a nice reflective kind of evening you know and who Just, knows a couple cervezas later one thing leads to another and you can pretend he's one of the senoritas well you know don't ask don't tell when when you're in another city exactly you know whatever well, happens in that city stays in that city yeah as long as you don't handle a fireman's fire hose statue you're okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you texas <laughs> Yeah, Christmas is going to be pretty simple. Kids, presents, dinner, and then I go back to work the next day. But you know what? One of these days, I'm going to fucking go to like Halstead, Austria, or I'm going to go back to Estonia. Because walking around when you were in class and there was that Christmas market in the town square in the walled city, cobblestone roads, little straw, you know, huts. Bratwurst being cooked, sautéed onions, sat up on a stage, like you know, gingerbread cookies being freshly baked right there in the market. That's what I want to do. I don't, I don't want to do this present shit. I, I want to take my kids, drop them off in Estonia in the middle of the walled city, and just be like, here you go. This is a Christmas market. This is what we're doing for Christmas this year. No presents. This is your present. Like, how could you not like that? That would be awesome. You know, I mean, here I was. You know, when we were when I was over in Estonia, you came over. I'd never been at a market like that in my entire life. I mean, oh, yeah. that isn't something that you see in Kansas or any place around here. Oh, here, here you are. Huh? It's, def it's definitely not a North American thing, right? Like, oh, no, no. It's it's very European thing. Yeah, it's amazing and, looking. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you got when you got that, but of course, you know, as we talked about when we were there, Estonia has one of the best preserved medieval uh, time frame uh architecture still left yeah. in their in their old town and where and where that christmas market was at was in part of uh old town i mean we were, we were walking by some of those buildings and they had the dates they were made and they were like hundreds of years old yeah you know i just and, I, I was happy when you were in class and i was able to i went to that market like four or five times a day just i would walk around the city like taking pictures trying snacks i would always head back to the market just to smell like the frying the onions and the sauerkraut and the sausages and just, you know, apple cider with liquor. You're just like, this is, I could live fucking right here, right now and be a happy fucking man. It was so amazing. Yes. I, I wish I'd had more time to spend in the market myself and that I was not trying to, I was trying to eat a certain diet, obviously, when I was doing my classes. So yeah. I wasn't able to enjoy just being totally decadent with just like, <laughs> man, you know, sausages and, and sour broth. And oh, yeah. I, onions I, I, and I was a glutton. I was disgusting. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it it was an amazing experience to just walk around with the snowfall and everything. That one night when we were there and it was snowing and because yeah, it wasn't snowing yeah. the whole time. And that one night, it just started yeah. to snow. And the, yeah, that uh -huh. Christmas market, the bells going off, sent up on stage, and yeah, everybody dressed like they're from the medieval times. It yeah, was, it was amazing. It, it was amazing. All that and then was and then you know you know speaking of food, you know we went on from there. We went up another night. We went up to that that uh that crepe that crepe place or pancakes whatever you want to call it it was more crepes than pancakes yeah right? you you and i know it as, as as crepes but yeah you know it's called a pancake house called i can't remember is it was that what it was called the pancake house i can't no, remember no. what i can't remember what adam called it no it was called a com compressor was the name of it yes compressor yes and i don't yeah. i don't know if that word has any meaning with pancakes or french toast or crepes all i know is that i've been there before and yeah. I, I had to go back because there's like you know 25 different flavors of pancakes Right. And, I, I just remember I just remember how packed it was. The place was was really full. Yeah. And uh so we were lucky we, we had a pretty good sized table they gave us. I don't think there's any small tables available, so they had to give us a no. bigger table. What I liked about the first time I went is that I wanted to try two different kinds. And the person I was with didn't want to try the two kinds I wanted to try, so she just got one kind. So then I got two helpings of, you know, two different kinds. And it was some 
fucking so much food. I couldn't eat it all. But when I went back this time, I was like, hey guys, should we each get one type and then cut it into three so we can try three different kinds? And being guys instead of girls, you guys are like, fuck yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so we, we got to try three different flavors. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was nice. And then, and then what else? We had something else there. It was like a, like a garlic stick that, that was really good. Yeah, like, they, a, like a, it, was, it was like a giant bugle, it was like like twisted, like thin garlic stick. Yeah, it was called garlic bread, and I was expecting you know like French bread with like garlic butter on it. And then we got it. There's like a bunch of sticks, with like a dip. You're like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was weird, but it sure was good. Oh yeah, we ate the shit out of it. Yeah. And then I guess that's how they do garlic bread there, because when you and I went back to the apartment, we stopped at the gas station. I went in and I found like, you know, like a bag of chips, but it was called garlic bread. And I grabbed it. I was like, they sell garlic bread in, in like ch- potato chip bags. And then I opened it. It was like fucking sticks of toast, like croutons, like elongated croutons that tasted like garlic. I was like, this is the exact same shit I had for dinner yesterday. It, <laughs> but without, but without that delicious dip, the, the garlic dip that it came with was like mind-blowingly awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was that, and that gas station was like my best friend when I was in Estonia. It was right there when I got off the tram. Remember the beer yeah. you're holding? The I don't know how what size it. What size it? Like a three liter of beer, just like the one. Oh, that huge that, beer! Oh yeah, those those beers were massive. Who the fuck needs uh, that much beer in one sitting? Maybe if you're in Estonia all the time, you need to drink a big beer like that. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. But it, you know that that month in Estonia, I really wish I'd been able to show you that that resort type place, the, 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 where I did the, the first 10 days before I came back to the city yeah. where I was out in the countryside, about an hour outside of, of Tallinn. How did and you get out there? The, huh? How did you get out of there? Like how, when, when you have, we, the they thing... hired buses, they, okay. they, they hired buses. And then we were basically picked up, like they picked up some people in the city and then all the people that were flying in were supposed to meet at the airport at a certain time. So they picked up the people in the city with the bus and then they came by and picked up uh, the rest of us at the airport. So I basically landed and went directly from the airport directly to the spa outside of the city. So I just like drove through the city, just out of the city. And because uh, there was like, you know, there's about 20 to 25 people in the teacher's class. Well, there was like triple that total for the first part of the class. So it was like a many more people. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever told you that part before, but so then we went out there. So it's just a resort. They, well, it, it was like a small, you know, I mean, it was like, there was like a, a big building. that was kind of like a, it had some rooms for people and then it had like the kitchen and like the dining room area in it. And then there was like, a, you know, like a whole bunch of separate small buildings that like some of them slept like three or four rooms. And then there was like the big meeting room where we did all the, the training and teaching stuff. And then, You'd go outside of that about, I don't know, quarter of a mile maybe. And, and between that quarter of a mile on the over to like, there's like a, like eight or nine, like small cabins that like would hold one to four people and with a couple of rooms or it was weird setups. There was also an in between the two spaces, like the main area and then like the little separated area, which is where I was actually staying. So I had to walk further every morning, but it was nice because I was just completely out in this area by myself with several cabins around me. So uh, and then there was the sauna area that was in between with the pond next to it. You could jump out into between sauna sessions. It was beautiful. It was weird. I mean, you'd be walking at night and you hear like wolves and stuff, you know, like howling in the <laughs> distance. You're like, how safe is this? <laughs> so it's like a summer camp, but for adults who are touching genitals. Exactly. Exactly. But so, but so this place, this place rents out for all kinds of company retreats and stuff like that. But the, but the person who owns it had apparently done some coursework with the people who were doing this course so they're friendly to this material okay so yeah yeah it was you would have you would have loved spending some time out there it was just a beautiful just beautiful amazing countryside and well you know some pretty hot naked women at times so that was nice hey i like hot naked women yes i i I like do you like hot like naked women (laughs) i like hot naked women yes I, i mean i like unattractive naked women i like hot dressed women there's so many different options there. You're right. Wait, women. There were women there? I like women. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. And so so that was that was really fun. I mean the whole the whole experience was fun. But 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 then having that second part back in the town and getting to experience, like I said, the whole the whole 
all the old buildings and the and the tradition stuff and just you know and I, and I love just seeing different cultures whenever I travel you know and how they yeah. are yeah I feel you know, yeah. So. I, I love walking through there and there's like you know nine foot tall like wooden nutcrackers on the corner yeah. of all the streets yeah. like, they, like they went all out you know there's wreaths everywhere there's lights hanging above there's so many not not fake Christmas trees real trees like they right. bring like you know 15 of these individual 30 foot tall trees and just mount them in the middle of this town and they exactly. build like, they build these little huts and they're just oh my god it's like walking through a medieval village at Christmas and you know the thing is it's like even though you know that there's some commercial spirit to it because they're there selling stuff and this and that it's not the same as it is over here over here it's overtly commercial i mean everything's oh, yeah. got everything's oh you're gonna see a tree up but it's gonna have a friggin' nike logo on it <laughs> you know yeah, it's you're, about, you're, it, you're gonna see a nutcrackers all over the place brought to you by amazon yeah <laughs> you know well, it's and, different. and so it's like mall yeah. shop. they want you to go shopping at the mall and buy gift cards you know what right. I mean? Yeah. They don't and, want you to do that here. They want you to go buy someone's homemade knitted sweaters, knitted mittens, yeah. and right. you know their 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 family recipe, you know burgers or their family recipe apple pies. Right. Or what was that one stuff that was like like mold wine or whatever like that yeah. spicy wine type yeah. stuff? You know? Yeah. They they had the yeah the the mold wine with yeah it was amazing like yeah I could fucking live there. I, yeah. I I don't want to do Christmas the way I do Christmas all the time. I don't want to buy shit for for people. No. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd yeah. rather spend the money, fly them there, and go to one of those markets. That's what we do for a week. This is Christmas every year. This is it. Yeah, that, that would be cool. You know, and and speaking of other odd Christmases that I've had, one other place that I was ever out of town on Christmas time or right near Christmas time was with my, my second ex-wife. We were in Panama during <laughs> Like okay. right, like the week before Christmas. So okay. This, you know, you know, Panama, the down yeah. south, you know, Pacific yeah. America, somewhere. And we were on this little island that was about fifteen to twenty minutes by boat off the coast of Panama City on the on the west coast. And so, so basically, there's, there's this little there's this little tiny island, and it's called uh, like the Island of Flowers. And two things that's cool about one, it's got one of the oldest churches ever in North America or the Americas. It was like they're 1427 or 1527. It was on the island. Okay. And we were lucky enough that we got there in the middle of the week when there wasn't a lot of tourists showing up and the church yeah. was still open because apparently they closed it down to most people unless you live there like on the weekend so that they're not bombarded by people. So we got to go in and actually see the insides of this little church. It was pretty cool. And, and then secondly, just... This whole island was, like I said, basically, basically the island's like a day trip island. You know, for Panama City people, like they'll, they'll come out for the day, spend the day on the beaches there, and do whatever, and then they go back home. Okay. And so other, and so otherwise, the rest of the town is basically just this sleepy little fishing village that rolls up at like six o'clock. I mean, you're you're wandering around the island, and there's nobody in the streets, and you're like walking yeah. around. It seems like a deserted village. And there's a little tiny police station right by the docks that had like two cops in it. That was it, like two cops. And usually they'd just be sitting on by the front with the table and they're like playing cards. That's all they were ever doing is playing cards, right? There's there's really no there's no vehicles on the island. There's like there's like one or two vehicles on the whole island. There's like a little like a little tiny truck they use for picking up trash. And then like like it's one other vehicle. Like nobody has a car on the island, so it's all walking. And so and so here here it is in the tropics, and you're walking down a trail, and there's like a like a Santa Claus on a stick, <laughs> you know, there was just like things like lining the walkways about Christmas and like Feliz Navidad and stuff and like yeah. flowers and stuff. And it's like Christmas time. And, and it's, and you're sitting there and it's like, you're looking at like coconuts and a picture of Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. You're just going, man, this is weird. You know, but think about the lifestyle. You're, you're talking about cops hanging out, playing cards in front of the police station, right? Yeah. Would you rather be living that lifestyle there or what you're doing right now? I would absolutely be rather live in that lifestyle. It was so, so laid back. I, I go back there. I, I go there and I could just literally tell you my blood pressure would probably drop 20 points in one day, you know? So make that a goal, man. It is a goal. It is a goal. Somewhere, I mean, somewhere, somewhere nice, beautiful and tropical. And, you know, you know, I get, you know, people all get tired about this. Oh, you know, I hate it when I go to these places and, 
everything's so slow and it's like, when's this going to get done? It's like, you know, manana, you know, because it's kind of like, you know, it gets done when it gets done. Yeah. Later. So much less stressful. You know, you just got to have the patience and just be like, Hey, it's all good. It'll get done. You know? Yeah. But I could, but I understand why for, for many, many people that's, that slow pace is stressful to them because they want to get it done. They want to get it done. It's like, no, I, I get it. I mean, I'm I'm not about I want to get it done, but my life is so scheduled that I have to get it done. Right. Like, it's just I don't have time for shit. And it really yeah. makes me really makes me mad when I realize it's two o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh, I have a three hour podcast at it and I gotta do work shit and I gotta have lunches ready for my kids and oh I gotta be up in five hours to start my, you know, seventeen hour day tomorrow. I just want it to be a little bit different. Walking through a jungle and seeing a coconut and Santa and then look over and see two cops playing cards. I'm okay with that lifestyle. I really, truly am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't think that I would. I mean, maybe it would bore me after a year or so. But I, I think I could get used to the small village life. You know, it was, it was, it was so nice. We, we were walking around. Like, so we were staying at this. There's like three bed and breakfast on the island, and the only hotel that was on the island got torn down because they were going to build a new one. But well, it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so there's so there's like hardly any places to stay on the island. And we're on the, the furthest on the end of town bed and breakfast, right? And so this yeah. so this this uh this woman and her husband owned it. He was a pilot and she was like a real estate agent from the States, and he was like a pilot. It might even been Canadian, I can't remember. But anyway. So they owned it and so they weren't always there, but they had like a caretaker guy who was like the caretaker and like the cook and everything. Dude was him well, actually his wife also cooked. Food was amazing. They would make his food every day. It was fresh. Uh just amazing food. I that's where I had ceviche for the first time. It was just awesome. Fresh right. fish, because I mean it was fresh fish that was caught there, you know, and there was no mosquitoes because on the west coast of Panama they have no mosquitoes. That sounds amazing. It oh we were just walking around town. Yeah, that was the first time I ever walked outside naked. <laughs> so now, this is a weird story. So so it was like middle of the night. The island shut down. Dude, there's like hardly any lights on the island at all. I mean, it's it's dark because, you know, electricity, like nobody needs to turn the lights on. It's middle of the night. You should all be at home in bed, right? You know, there's there's no nightlife. There's no yeah, place you, you, open, right? And you got, you, know, a, you so, got a busy day of doing nothing tomorrow. So. It, well, you know, they got to get up early to go fishing because most <laughs> of the it's a fishing village. So yeah. So here's in the middle of the night, and I'm just out on the balcony, butt naked in the in tropical weather, going, oh, I love Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was around. Who cared? You know, you know, there was a, a hammock out there. You could, you know, and so, you know, so one, a couple of times we'd walk around and we'd walk all the way through town, and, you know, you'd hear voices a little bit here and there, if you, you know, as you walk by houses and stuff. But you you weren't naked doing this, right? No, you were just okay. no, no, no. I was not pulling. I was not pulling a lady to dive through the okay. streets. You know, wasn't riding a horse or my wife through the streets. Uh, but yeah, we were just walking through the town and just just enjoying. You know, there was like there was like some moonlight, so it wasn't like dark, dark. And there and there were occasional lights that were on. There just wasn't a lot. It's not like you know. Uh, you know, being in a, in a first, you know, first world country USA where there's lights everywhere. And it was just so serene and peaceful. And I had like no fear or worry at all that somebody's going to come out and like mug me or jump me or, you know, or anything, you know, you're just wandering down the middle of these like, you know, cobblestone kind of streets, kind of, you know, kind of like the way it was in Estonia. Uh, but tropical and wearing shorts at like eight o'clock, you know, and, and just wandering down there and we wandered by the police station, you know, and then we'd wander when we'd walk out to the end of the dock and we'd sit on the end of the dock. They had some, some uh, like benches and stuff out there for people when they're waiting for the ferry. And we just sat out there and just looked at the Island. And then you could see, you know, and if you look the other direction, you could see the, all the lights of Panama city and all the skyscrapers. So it was kind of like, kind of like looking at, you know, you'd always see scenes of, people in New Jersey looking at New York city where I think, yeah. you know, like across the bay, that's what it was like. It's like that kind of distance. And it was just beautiful. Just, just amazing. So who but decided? It was, it, yeah, it was, it was a good experience. So who decided you, you or your wife that you guys are going to spend Christmas in Panama? It was my decision to go down there. Uh, at the time I was talking to this person. I was going to actually open up a, uh, corporation out of Panama that was going to be a, a blind trust with the bearer bonds so I could have a completely anonymous corporation. And I ended up not doing it, but I already had the trip booked. And uh, 
And so we went down there and we spent, we spent half the week uh, in Panama. Well, the first part of the trip we spent in Panama city at a different bed and breakfast. We both got food poisoning that sucked. Uh, but we wandered around most of downtown, like Panama city. We saw uh, Manuel Noriega's bombed out like palace. It was bombed by the Americans when they invaded like in 89 yeah. or whatever, which was still a ruin. <laughs> they don't clean things up. Kind of like <laughs> Americans. We just like, Hey, we don't want that building anymore. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> it'll, it'll get done. <laughs> it'll eventually. fall down eventually. Uh, and then we got food poisoning, but then we, then the next day when we got better, we went to, uh, we, we took, uh, How'd we do it? We had, we had the, there's a driver guy that worked for the Airbnb, like a contract guy that they trusted. Yeah. He drove us across Panama to the other side, to the Eastern side. And then we visited the locks on that side, you know, the, the ship locks where they look, raise and lower the ships going through okay. the Panama Canal. Yep. Then we took this train. I can't remember the name of it, but basically it's a train that crosses Panama and it goes from one side to the other. So we took about like a 45 minute or so hour long train ride that was just beautiful through the jungle and everything. And then they met us and picked us back up at the, uh, at the other end when we got there. That was, and then that was amazing. Got to see both Fox on both ends. And, and, uh, and then, and then, and then of course, then after that, we went out and we spent uh, three or four days on the Island and we came back and we went home. So it was like a week and a half. It was a fun trip. Yeah, man. It sounds fun. Sounds better than (laughs) Christmas out here for sure. Yeah. You know, no offense to, you know, my work and my kids, but. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just hoping that really in the future I do get to travel some more. I mean, I, I, I want to visit so many places. And you know what? I'd love to experience Christmas time in many different countries, you know, you know, I I want to experience Krampus somewhere. (laughs) That would be awesome. I'm not sure if Krampus wants to experience you. No. Krampus is probably scared of me. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Krampus might like you. Who knows? Yeah, man, I could definitely see myself doing Christmas other places. A couple of years ago, we told the kids that, hey, guys, you're uh, not going to get a lot of Christmas presents this year, just some shirts and some socks. And they're looking at me like, what? But I want this, this, and this. I'm like, we're going to go to Disneyland instead. So, you know, three weeks before Christmas, you're going to be in Disneyland, and that's your Christmas present. So, and once you tell them that, they're like, fuck presents. Who cares? We're going to Disneyland. Right. So I, I would like to do that more because that was awesome to, to know that we didn't buy them something that's just going to get played with for a week and then thrown into the corner of a closet until they find the next thing they like. I think I'd much rather right. spend the money on the trip versus spend the money on them, you know, stacking shit into a closet like I have. You should take them to like Estonia and Finland and like take them to like a actual like reindeer farm and like haven't experienced that well i remember when my my eldest daughter was probably like two we went down to jackson hole wyoming to go snowboarding in like january and i didn't realize this but the temperature in jackson hole wyoming in january is the same temperature that i experience here so it's like minus 40 and i'm trying to snowboard and i'm thinking fuck everyone fuck my life fuck your mountain this is bullshit because when you can't breathe because, like, the frost freezes over your eyelids when you're snowboarding, it's it sucks ass. And then when you're trying to walk through the town to go for dinner or, like, go for a coffee or catch the bus to get up to the ski hill, it sucks ass. But the cool thing was there's, there's, there's like, a, an elk farm out there, and you get to go on, like, a Santa sled. So, you know, you go out there and you sit on this big sled, and they take you out to the farm, and you take a look at all the elk. But, I mean, it was still minus 40. That sucked ass. But you got to see all these amazing elk, and then you, after you see all the elk, you get to go into like a tourist information center, and it takes you like through the history of like the elk within the the Wyoming mountain range, and there's elk antlers that are like 15 feet wide, like just one set, wow. one set of antlers like 15 feet wide that was attached to an elk, and a lot of them are called the chandelier elk. So like the the elk antlers go way up and then hang over. They're so heavy that the elk's necks get fucked up because they can't even raise their head like parallel to the ground. The antlers get so big that they just get fucked up. Wow. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing that they can grow that big. Yeah. No, so that was cool, but that, that wasn't Christmas. That was after Christmas. I mean, seeing as this is like a, you know, Christmas themed episode, but I don't know. Yeah. Reindeer, elk, it's almost the same, right? Santa's sleigh at an elk farm. It's the same as flying through the air with reindeer, right? Pretty close. Minus 40 is, you know, 
all I experience at Christmas. So, hey. You, you know, I, at one time, I always wanted to experience Christmas in New York City because, like, Ward knows they make enough movies about Christmas time in New York City. And everybody's having a great time. But now yes, it's like, do. yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do it. <laughs> you know? Well, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, the tree and go ice skating. Yeah. You know, yeah. how, like you said, how often are you going to do it? You may as well do it once. You know, I only got to New York City that one time that I've told you about before. And, and going up to the top of the Empire State Building as high as you could go in the observation thing yeah. was was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know. My my friend threw a, a – we, we brought hostess ding-dongs. It was, he found one in his pocket because we had bought them earlier that day. And he was like, okay, where are the cameras? Where are the cameras? I'm like, right there and right there. He's like, okay, time them. When they turn the other way – let me know. I was like, okay. He goes, but you need to be watching me. I was like, dude, are you going to jump off? Like the, the kid's fucking crazy that I was with. Right. So I have yeah. no idea what he's going to do. I was like, okay, the cameras are facing the other way. He grabs the hostess, like ding dong and just throws it over his head and the wind just sucks it away. And it's over like over top of the railing. Like, cause you know, the railing has the overhang with spikes on it. Right, right? So right. you can't, so you can't yeah. climb up and die or, you know, climb up and base jump. Right. But, but uh, yeah, so he just grabs a ding dong and just whips it up over top of the thing and the wind just like gone like it's fucking updrafted gone and i was like i wonder where that's gonna land like probably on probably on a cab most likely but yeah. can you imagine if how, would that hurt if it landed on your head if you're walking down in the street i would imagine but it's spongy and it's not that heavy so you know it's not like you're dropping like you know a silver dollar or something that's gonna drop probably a little bit harder than a ding dong Somebody had been walking along and it just magically fell into their hand. And they're like, holy shit, ding-dongs from heaven. <laughs> and, and it's still sealed because it was individually yeah. packaged. So he's like, fuck yeah, I'll eat that shit. Merry Christmas <laughs> for me. Like, like Mortimer and Wes's face on trading the, the trading places where they're like on bum row. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got dinner. Yeah. So that, that's, uh, that's my but, only New York. That's my only Empire State Building story as far as I know. I, I did not do anything that cool, but I... I did take a lot of pictures and, and that was really cool. And, you know, I, I'd like to go back up to the Northeast again. I, I would like to go up to Maine and like Vermont, New Hampshire, obviously not in winter, uh, really. Why not? But, uh, hey man, I, I got, I got a friend in Maine. I'm supposed to go visit her. You should come out. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Cause yeah, I'm going to head over to the Ben and Jerry's factory and do the tour. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, she lives, she lives like four hours from the Ben and Jerry's factory in Vermont. So fuck yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I've never been that far north. The farthest, the farthest, well, hold on, that's not true. Let's see. The farthest north I've been. Well, I've been to Toronto. I've been to Vancouver. The farthest I've ever been in America, though, was, was Boston. That's hmm. as far northeast as I've gone. Well, so I guess your next trip to Canada is Lloydminster, right? What's that? Yeah. Your next I don't trip... know if I'll ever be able to get into Canada at this point. So. Oh, yeah. You're one of those people. Yes. Yeah. How's that working well, out for blood. you? How's that working out for you? Working out pretty good so far. I'm a pure blood with uh, new steroid injections, so there you go. I'm, be- I'm trying to become a superhero. Hopefully, you, I, how I, many channels are you pulling in on the radio station? Uh, about three. Yeah, pretty nice, huh? But I've taken Built my in Bluetooth. I've I've taken my eleventh booster, so I'm I'm jacked. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. Yeah. St- still not jacked where I can travel without you know showing my passport, but still, I'll get there. Well, you know, we'll get there. Let's hope. I hope Christmas oh. travel doesn't get fucked up with people in COVID. Like the last two years that they've, it's been fucked, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing is, like I said, when I tra- well, since I traveled last year, it was a week after Christmas. Yeah. I've never really traveled like around Thanksgiving and I've never really traveled that much around, right around Christmas. I've traveled, like I said, when I went to, when I went to Panama, it was a few weeks before Christmas. So it was Christmas time, but it wasn't Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. And you know, so. I, I've, I've been on a plane on Christmas day. Really? So yeah, we we flew to Abbotsford to go for Christmas for Christmas Eve. I think we had two days there, and then I had to fly back on Christmas Day back home so that I could work the next day. Uh, but the airport was packed. I'll bet. Yeah, I'll bet. I found it weird that that many people were were traveling on Christmas Day. Yeah, I've never been traveling on Christmas Day. Like I said, I I managed to. Like I said, I I wanted to get. It was it was a trip. I wanted to get down to Mexico, and I wanted to experience New Year's Eve in another country because I'd never done it before. And, and just having the chance to get down there, I got, I got, by the time my flight got down there, I left in the morning, by the time my flight got down there, it was like eight o'clock at night. And my friend had just like, we ordered some, he picked up some tacos and we, we uh, had some really good, just homemade tacos there and, and had the hot tub, and like I said, some beers and 
and then we got to watch different fireworks. It was just, it was just awesome. Oh, so it was, it was Christmas. It was sorry. So New it was Year's New Year's Eve. Eve. It was New yeah. Year's Eve when you landed. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was New Year's Eve when I landed. So I flew on the thirty first, and then and then I was there, and then it became New Year's Day while I was there. So. Well, man, let's hope you get to do some Christmas traveling for all around the world. Yeah, let's hope so. Like I said, I I really want to go. I really want to go to Southeast Asia again. You know, I mean, I'm not again. I mean, I've been to China, but I'd really like to visit Japan and the Philippines and Vietnam and Thailand and Cambodia and all that area. You know, that's kind of like, that's probably like my next area I'd like to travel to. Okay. Well, make sure you give or me Maine. some. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to do that, make sure you give me some heads up so I can uh, head out there with you if you don't mind a travel partner. Oh, of course not. Always good to have company. So, you know, speaking of Christmas, something else we haven't talked about is Christmas movies, as far as our favorite Christmas movies. Mm. Elf, Christmas Vacation, and Love Actually. I could flush all the other ones down the toilet. Those are the three top tier. And it's definitely, for me, Love Actually is like cream of the crop. It is the best. You? Uh, well, you know, um, I always like Christmas Vacation. Uh, I, I like the other movies, but I've never, I think I've watched each of them maybe a couple times a piece. I don't watch them all the time. You know, I, I used to watch every once in a while. They'd always have it on every year is, uh, you know, the, the Christmas classic. What is it? What's that movie with uh, not Jimmy Stewart or what, what's his name? You know, I'm talking about the, the, old the classic, the classic, classic old movie. You know, it's a wonderful life. That's yeah. It. One, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I always loved those. If you remember those 1970s animated, you know, Christmas oh, yeah. movies. You know, oh, that was the, a circle ball like abominable snowman and stuff i loved those as a kid uh but you know i don't really i don't really know that i have a favorite christmas movie maybe you know i we talked about this before die hard a little yeah. bit you know uh christmas movie uh, you know celebrating explosions and death hey you know american movies right no you're not celebrating explosions and death you're celebrating a man going on a plane which he hates doing to spend time with the family he loves there you go. That he's and losing. He happens to have to kill a bunch of terrorists. Well, yeah, he's got to, he's got to save the day. So his like ex-wife yeah. or soon-to-be ex-wife becomes his no longer ex-wife. You know, right? That's right. That's that's a good movie, but I don't know. I don't really I don't really have any Christmas movies as traditions or anything like that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I like those movies that you know that you mentioned too. Uh, I actually got the I finally I, I finally re- I requested I finally got Elf and Love actually last week on DVD. I'm gonna I gotta watch them yet. So yeah, they're definitely two of my favorite. I, I think Love yeah. actually is fucking perfect. Everything about it is amazing. Yeah, it's a good it's a good movie. It's a feel good movie. It makes you feel good in a lot of ways. I uh, mean, once you watch it, then go online and find part two and watch that. Yeah. Which is only like twelve minutes long. It's just a. It takes place like fifteen years in the future, and you get to see what everybody's doing now. It's called Red Nose Day. Yeah. Okay. I'll Enjoy. That up. Yeah, man. So. You know, if if you're into awesome shit. I hear something we could talk about about Christmas time. What are your favorite desserts that you have around Christmas time? Is there anything you ever have that you don't have the rest of the year that you have around holiday season? Mm, I used to have a roommate who would make butter tarts and shortbread cookies. And I, I could live on those. And when I was a kid, my mom used to make shortbread cookies with like a maraschino cherry in the middle. That that was it. That's what that's what I think of when I think of Christmas. That or like little sugar cookies with the little sprinkles on it. Just uh, those, yes, those yes. two things right there. I do like the fruitcake with the marzipan on it, but nobody else I know likes it. So <laughs> I'm alone in that. So I'll, I'll buy the small little like itty bitty piece, you know, like four inches by eight inches from like the grocery store. And I'll just eat it myself. Like, fuck everyone. Yeah, there you go. How about you? Well, my favorite that I have usually around Christmas time or Thanksgiving, a lot of things, a lot of things I don't really get anymore because my grandma made them. So she made sugar cookies and I like those like sugar cookies with some frosting on them and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, uh, she usually made homemade peanut brittle and, and she'd make peanut butter balls that were like dipped in dark chocolate. And those were really good. And, uh, and peanut clusters. Like like Spanish peanuts and all in chocolate and like put together. Yeah. And she'd make like she'd make a bunch of other stuff too, but those were those were my favorite type of things she had. I've started a tradition here with with my kids. I I do tree bark. You know, like I make bark. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I I go and I I make three different kinds. I make like a candy peppermint one, 
with white chocolate. And then I do a, a dark chocolate with cashews and coconut. And then I do my favorite one, which I can't do all the time because Oreo doesn't always come up with these cookies. But we have a type of Oreo in Canada here. I don't know if you have in the States. It's called chocolate peanut butter pie. No, I never heard of it. It's an amazing peanut butter chocolate Oreo. Like fucking amazing. So every time I see it near, it's usually out around before Christmas, I buy two or three packs of them. And then what I do is I make just regular like milk chocolate, tree bark, and then I melt peanut butter with milk together to make it creamy. And then I pour that over top as a swirl. And then I crumble the peanut butter pie Oreos into the into the tree bark. And then I drizzle more milk chocolate over top just to hold it all together. My blood sugar just went up 100 points just hearing that. But yeah. it sounds delicious. Yeah, my, my kids love this. I make so much of it that we just put it in the freezer for like months later. You just open the freeze and there'll be like a huge margarine like tubwork style container like the big huge like the 1.5 liters just filled with like different kinds of tree bark that i made that we didn't eat over christmas just sitting in the wow. freezer wow that's that sounds that sounds delicious uh yeah i do i do i do buy peanut brittle from the store but you know again it's, it's a pale imitation to the homemade peanut brittle i used to have you know it always is and, and i and i really i really miss those peanut butter balls my grandma would always make a bunch of them and it, She'd keep them upstairs where, like, they didn't heat the top part of their house, so they kept it as cooler up there. So, like, she'd put all the candy up there, like, on a ledge, like, right by the stairs. Yeah. And so I'd sneak up there and try to sneak some candy <laughs> out every once in a while, you know. But it was always cool. It was like being in a refrigerator because it was, like, you know, 40 degrees upstairs, you know. Okay. So Well, man, yeah. thanks for stopping by and talking yeah. Christmas. Talking. Yeah, this, is, this, this, is, this has been a good conversation. It's nice to think about fun stuff in Christmas time and good memories. Yeah, man. None of that negative shit. All right, man. Well, thanks for stopping by and chatting about, you know, baby Charlie Ray up to adult Charlie Ray and Christmas then, Christmas now. That's right. So here, here's to many beautiful Christmases past and to many Christmases in the future. Hopefully we'll all have good ones and we'll all have a cheery ho, ho, ho time. I agree. It's always right. better than a shitty time. That's right. Much better. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the family. That's something I'm trying to teach my kids. It's not about gifts. It's about hanging out with family, enjoying a good meal, and being thankful that you get to hang out with your family and enjoy a good meal. Absolutely. Make the yeah. most of your time while you have it. All right. Well, with that, I shall say peace out. Merry Christmas. Peace out, Nodals. Merry Christmas. Wish you 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 wish you